behind every planner, there's a person. And behind every person, there's a story. Hi, I'm Jessica McWilliams, and I'm the host of Planner Lifestyle Podcast. Thanks for joining me for the Enneagram Plus Planner Mashup series. Today, I'm featuring the fives. If you are joining me for the first time or have never heard of the Enneagram, please hop back to the Enneagram Ones episode and my resident Enneagram enthusiast, Chris Adams, will explain what the Enneagram is really all about in more depth. After Chris details the attributes of a five, you'll be hearing from Brenna and Stacy. Brenna sees planning as a coping mechanism in order for her to survive the day-to-day. She's also very innovative, and she tells us how she customized her Ivory Paper Co. planner inserts. Stacy sees planning as a way to show her independence and to rock her aesthetic prowess with her rose golds and all the lovely things. And that really stands out because by day she works in finance, which, you know, is pretty straightforward. As Stacy details her planner space, she shares with us that not only does she like to get away from it all, but she also likes to lock the door. Welcome back to Planner Lifestyle Podcast, Chris. It's episode five. So we're, yeah, we're over halfway into the Enneagram plus Planner mashup series. And you have encouraged uh, people to look into the Enneagram by just these teasers you're giving us to what our appetites. Uh, I know people are just like, yes, that's me. Or they're probably, if they're new to it, are like, yes, that's my sister-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. We are told to not try, type other people. That's but right. once you get into this, it's kind of hard not to. So, <clears throat> But today we have the fives. So give us the rundown. What's their nickname? What are they? What are their characteristics? And what do they look like in health and in not so much health? And maybe what their motivations and fears are. What is their triad and maybe something that happened to them or what childhood looked like for them or Mm -hmm. something they're currently going through possibly in their journey as an adult? Well, Enneagram fives are typically uh, referred to as the investigator, but I also recently saw them uh, referred to as the perceiver, which I thought was really cool, really a good name. They are in the head and thinking triad. Fives are very analytical. They are emotionally detached. They're very private people whose motivation is to gain knowledge. So they are also very tender, very compassionate. They have kind of a long view of things, a big picture ability. They have a depth of knowledge in many areas, and they are willing to share their findings with others. They are very emotionally independent, so they know how to take care of their emotions, and they kind of expect you to do the same. Don't expect them to do that for you. They expect you to take care of your your emotions. They know how to take care of theirs. Uh, Fives are very rational thinkers. Fives and nines have the least amount of energy of all of the numbers. They really need to conserve their energy. And I think this is a neat analogy. So imagine a car with a tank that contains all the fuel that you need to interact with people all day. So one day, here's the tank. It's full. Now, fives have smaller tanks than others, and throughout the day, they regularly check the tank, they monitor the fuel, and they make sure that they get home before they end up on E. 
So they know they have a limited amount of energy and they're going to parcel it out and they're going to evenly distribute it and make sure they're done with whatever's draining them before they get on E. The shadow side of this number is that they really just don't want to depend on anyone. They have a rather defensive personality. They do need a lot of privacy, security, and independence. They look to knowledge to get what most people find through relationships and love and support. Knowledge really gives them a lot of comfort. Sometimes fives in childhood, let's say, they were very sensitive, quiet children. Maybe they developed into sensitive, quiet children in response to an overbearing parent. And perhaps to survive, they may have felt the need to emotionally detach and hide. Uh, fives, they're not ruled by their feelings. They're very curious. They're imaginative. They prefer to process emotions in private. They prefer to observe and they these these guys are the genuine and and gals are genuinely minimalists. They just want kind of what they need and they don't want to have to manage a lot of stuff they don't need. They want to keep it simple. They fives can be very direct and they can remain very objective and they're very good at responding rather than reacting. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a good defi- that's a d- good distinction. Mm-hmm. I hadn't ever considered that as a tool that I could actually respond respond to something and not react. <laughs> That's an option. That is an That's option an for option. all of us. <laughs> but if you know any fives, maybe just kind of watch how how they do it. You know, they're the fives are the ones that at a social gathering or a family gathering, they just kind of put themselves off to the side. And they'll talk to people, but they're not going to be the center of attention. They're not going to be in the middle of what's going on. They're going to probably have a one-on-one conversation. Typically, they're introverts, not all the time, but I would say the majority of fives are introverted. And they just, they prefer one-on-one. And they just prefer quiet gatherings with fewer people, big parties, kind of not their thing. It just is too draining. Well, it is something to behold, these fives. I, when I booked fives and just my cursory knowledge of fives, I was worried. I was like, are they even going to talk to each other? Are they going to talk to me? You know, because I get this kind of general impression of like more reserved. You know, their their energy is more protected and introverted. And I was really amazed and surprised. So you'll uh, hear in this episode that when a five says something, we should listen. Because they have observed and they've investigated and thought about what they wanted to say for a good long while. And when they are ready to share it, it is something very important to them. So that's good. Yeah. You can look for that in this conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's wonderful. Not a quiet episode, but (laughs) great. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. I learned a lot from them. All right. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Jessica. Now let's jump into our conversation with Brenna and Stacy. But first, a word from my sponsor. Welcome to Planner Lifestyle Podcast. To my two lovely guests, I have Stacy and Brenna with me today for the Enneagram Planner Mashup. These are my lovely fives. They are so brilliant and ugh, I just can't wait to get into this more. But before we do, uh, they're going to just tell us um, their bios and then we'll jig right in. Okay, Stacy. 
Hello. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. I'm so glad that you're here. We met not in person, but a while back, I think I was introduced to you by you winning a giveaway. Yes. Yes. Do you remember that? I did. I do. <laughs> I think I answered I answered a question and I think the answer was Jenny. Jenny McGarvey. I, I asked, who am I yeah. gonna who do you guess I'm gonna have on the show from the Happy Planner squad? But it might have even been design team back then. Yes, it might have been design. Yeah, yeah back then. Yep. Yeah, I don't remember when they switched, but so and you guessed Jenny McGarvey and got I mean it was it was a nominal token, but <laughs> It was still fun. It's like you remember the who you write the, an envelope out to, you know, like. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. So, and I know where I get all my sticker books from. So my little uh, sticker pad, I know it came from you. Oh, <laughs> fun. Well, now we get to connect in a new way. So for those who haven't met you or seen you online, can you just give us your little um, introduction, please? Sure. So my name is Stacy. It's short for Anastasia. Um, but I go by Stacy to family and friends and I'm on Instagram. My IG handle is Stacy underscore scraps underscore plans underscore creates. If it couldn't get any longer. <laughs> you want all the crap. That, You're not limited. I want, like, I'm do all the crap. I am not limiting all the things that I'm interested in. And I am a wife and a mother. I have three girls. They are 15, nine, and three. And um, I had my children somewhat later in life. I'm about 44. And um, I do work full time. I'm an accountant by degree. But um, I've recently changed careers and my position or my title is product owner. Um, I'm in the finance department still, but I'm product owner over ERP, which is just our financial um, accounting software. So I just, I manage a group of about seven people and I just kind of manage projects and timelines and tickets and all those kinds of things. Lots of stuff to put in my planner, basically. Yeah, it's a plannery um, heavy type of scenario. Details matter. Yes. <laughs> yes, for sure. For yeah. sure. Lots of meetings. Sounds good. <laughs> well, Brenna, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, Jessica. Yes. And we met, we are local friends uh, from the Minnesota yeah, planner scene. And we sure are. Mm -hmm, I don't even. I don't even remember, honestly. You just part of my life. I don't remember yeah. when you came in. <laughs> well, my first event was the Planner Games. Were you at that one? Mm hmm. Yep. Were you Team Pink, if I yeah. remember correctly? Uh, uh, yes. How did you remember that? I have no idea, but I was Team Turquoise and we okay. were the best. So even though we didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> So that's probably where we first met. Okay, yeah, okay. This is starting to ring a bell now that you narrow it down because it just seems like, well, which meetup? I don't know. But yeah, that was a major, major event and it was like Olympics theme. There were the summer games were on and then we had the planner games. So we had all these competitive events and teams and... It was kind of a big one. Yeah, 
We got t-shirts and everything. Yeah, for sure. And now you plan events too. So will you tell us your introductory bio? Thanks. Like, yeah, let's get on with it. (laughs) Yeah. So I am Brenna and um, you can find me on Instagram at Brenna Soda. So B-R-E-N-N-A-S-O-T-A. It's not really full of planner anything, but... um, it's definitely my life. I am um, a mom to an almost two-year-old boy. Um, I am a wife. My husband, Chad, and I have been married for five years, and I'm also a teacher. Um, I teach third grade, and I'm going into my sixth year of that, which I'm super excited about. Um, and I am 30 years old. Fantastic. Congratulations. What a milestone. Thank you. Oh, and I suppose I should say that I am a founding member of True North Trio, which kind of branched off of our Minnesota Planner main group. And um, we plan planner events and crafting events um, for our local group. And we'd love to have you join if you're nearby Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa. Um, We unfortunately had to cancel our last couple, but looking forward to planning more in the future yeah it's all the teacup one i was looking forward to that i know and what a great idea and we were planning to do a um another olympics theme because it was supposed to be the summer olympics this year but that'll have to wait until next year stacy let's start with you how long have you been in the planner community and what drew you here and what kind of planner are you using or slash staring at on the shelf slash interested in at the time sometime maybe 2016 ish i probably should have like scrolled back in my instagram to see when i started posting but i started with the happy planner and watching their periscopes Oh, Periscope. Remember that? Yes. Wow. Yeah. And then when they started having like connectivity issues and things like that, they um, tried Facebook and then they kind of moved over to Instagram and then, you know, that's where they thrived. Um, so I've I've been following. Um, I'm a pretty diehard Happy Planner fan. That's the planner that I use. I use the Happy Notes. Um, I buy all the things all the sticker books, all the inserts, the half sheets, you name it. <laughs> I have quite a collection. Yeah. Okay. So would you have a main planner? Like for, cause the happy planner fans do listen and they're like, yeah, but which one does it have the violet yeah. metal discs? Does it have that? But now it is like, whoa, there's so many. You used to be so able to say oh, the one with the girl in the front and you'd be like, yeah, I have yeah, that exactly. one. But now it's like, whoa. I know. And you can't just stick to like one year or even six months anymore because they release them so often. But I did move into the newest Squad Girls planner um, and it's got the picture of the the ladies sitting at like a like a cafe table. Um, I did put them on the new like rose marble discs so it's a classic size it's vertical um i did start with horizontal back in 2015 that was my first planner um it was the black cover with like the heart the gold heart the gold heart yes my cousin caitlin had that yep yep that was my first planner and i bought it um when i was in my last semester of college i was um, finishing up my bachelor's degree and I had three classes. I was working full time. I had a two-year-old. 
I mean, I was just so busy and I thought I need some way to keep track of all the things that I need to do. And I, well, I had seen a classmate that was using an Aaron Condren and I was just obsessed and I was looking to see how I could buy it. It was kind of expensive. And so when I started doing all the searching for planners, that's when I discovered Happy Planner and it was like, you know, half the cost. So I ended up purchasing that and never looked back. And here you are. Well, welcome. I'm glad that we've found each other here. All right, Brenna. How long have you been in the planner community and what are you using these days? Or if you are interested in them, need them, I, it's an open time because some people, <laughs> sorry, I st- some people, you know, we're still in the planner community, but maybe uh, don't really have any plans or, you know what I mean? Kind of like, yeah. but you might well, still especially be in the pandemic. I mean, well, that's what I mean. Yeah. 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 So I, I guess we kind of talked a little bit about when I joined the planner community mm-hmm. um, so that I I'm just looking back at Instagram and that was August of 2016 was my first actual planner event when I um, jumped in and and made some friends and kind of started following some of the trends and whatever. And back then I was in um, an Erin Condren, it looks like. Um, I've changed so much over that, over that time. I've actually had, I have my, I went up, we're moving right now. And so I've packed up all of my past planners and my earliest one goes back to 2012. Um, oh, it was wow. a plum paper. And so I had a couple years of plum paper planner and then Erin Condren and a couple others. So, um, and being a teacher, I, I, I also use like the Lakeshore teacher planners, but this year I got the Rad and Happy teacher planner which is fantastic. I'm so excited to use it. Um, It leads to flexibility in how you use it. And it's beautiful. And Tara's um, doodles are all in it. And it's got some coloring pages for when I need a brain break. And um, so that's what I'm using in my professional career. I will be honest, I haven't had many plans since March, since I've been home. Um, but I do have an Ivory Paper Co. planner. Um, I got one for the beginning of the year, so January to June, and then I played around with it every once in a while just to kind of, like, I have all these grand ideas and, like, plans and ideas of ways that I want to use a planner, and then I try it, and then I'm like, oh, man, this is too exhausting. So I stop. For the second half of the year, I emailed Ivory Paper Co. and there's their customer service is really great. It's um uh, a small business and um I emailed her and I was like, is there any way that I could get this uncoiled and unpunched? I didn't like their coil and I didn't like the um the covers personally. Um I'm definitely much more of a rings person. And so she was able to just print them for me and send them to me. And so I hand punched all of the pages. For those of you who don't know, an Ivory Paper Co. has a monthly, a weekly, and a daily. And I also ordered custom-made binder for that planner because it didn't fit an actual A5. It was too wide. So this 
kind woman in Ukraine made this beautiful um, purple binder for my Ivory Paper Co. So that's what I have. That sounds fabulous. Yeah, I'm not necessarily using it, but I'm using it. And the paper is pretty good? Yeah, it's very similar to Erin Condren. I tested out when I first got it um, a whole bunch of pens and markers and my mild liners and Tombos and they really don't bleed very much. And I am a Pilot G2 girl or a Papermate Flare person and um, neither of them bleed through or really ghost. So it's it's nice and smooth and yeah. Oh, fantastic. And is the name deceived? Like it says Ivory. So is the paper actually Ivory as well? Or is that like a just a cool name? I think that's just a cool name. Okay. I know that she recently had a baby. I don't know if her kid's name is Ivory, though. But um, no, it's white paper. Okay. Okay. That's cool. I look forward to seeing that someday if I could ever see you again. I know. I Hopefully know. soon. Hopefully soon. All right. Well, let's talk about where you plan. Um, Stacy. when you have all these happy planners, right? <laughs> and... Where, do you store them from years past or do you have a desk area? Is it all in a bag? Describe your situation. So I'm lucky enough to have a craft room. And so I have um, like the Ikea, I think it's called a Calyx desk mm-hmm. setup. So I've got all the cubes, all the planners are lined up in their cubes and I you know, keep the ones that have the extra pages because I only keep about two to three months at a time in my work planner and then, you know, extra sheets for taking notes and things like that. So I keep the extras kind of handy, you know, in, in reach of me. Um, all the sticker books are on the desk with the washi tape. And so I have my own, my own pretty organized kids are not allowed in their mm. planning space. Nice. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty nice. Although my nine-year-old is in there doing um, her remote learning online schooling right now. And there's strict rules. There's no drinks, there's no food, and there's no touching. No, t- <laughs> no. don't even look at it. <laughs> which, which you can imagine is difficult because she's a girl and there's stickers and you know so I'm keeping an eye on it make sure she's not getting into my stash (laughs) what do you love about your space I just love that it's organized and it's just filled with all of the planners and the crafts and I mean I was I'm an OG scrapbooker so I have you know paper and punches and a Cricut machine and it's a place that I can go to to spend the quiet time that a five needs. Mm-hmm. That's my, you know, alone time, quality time, a time to just zone out, not have to think about anything outside of that room aside from, you know, whatever craft that I'm working on or, you know, decorative planning, uh, you know, planning out my week or my, you know, month, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's just a space for me. And, um, it stays clean. It's, you know, that it has a lot of pink and florals in there, a comfy chair. It's, it's just, um, a place for me to kind of zone out, get away from 
the world, if you will. Mm-hmm. So you do you have a door on it? Is it? Like, I do, and a lock. A <laughs> and a lock. And a lock. She adds, run and a lock. And a lock. <laughs> oh, you were so happy about that. And a lock. I wish I could see your face. I bet your eyebrows are up. Yes. Yep. And a yep. lock. Mm-hmm. Go away. And a lock. I'm conserving my energy if, in here. <laughs> and if I have to use it, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me use this lock. Get out of here. Yep. Yep. Brenna, tell us about the space in which you plan. Yeah, so right now we're in the middle of a move. Um, But prior to that, I too have an Ikea desk. Um, (laughs) I don't really plan there. It's more of a a catch-all for all of my want to crafts and plans. and with distance learning in the spring, it kind of became my my classroom. So it was just kind of a mess. But lately, I've just been planning on the couch. Um, with a busy two-year-old, it's, it's hard to find time for myself and time for that planning piece. And so I've been doing just a lot of pen and paper planning, not sticker planning. I have all that packed away and ready to go to our new house. But in our new house, I do have kind of like a little, I'm going to call it my planner nook or my office nook where um, I'll have my my fun desk. And I uh, created my desk out of two Alex drawers from Ikea. And then we just bought a big tabletop for the top of it. So that's kind of my creativity area and where I plan and do the things that I enjoy when I can enjoy them. (laughs) Will this space have a door or a lock? It actually does not. Um, And none of my spaces here at our current house did either. Um, I have all of my planning supplies on like a Razcoog, Razcoog, Coog. Is, I say, how do you even say that word? I mean, we read it probably more than we hear it, right? Razcog? Right. I Raz-cog. say cog, but I don't know if I'm right. I don't know. Because it has the, the two dots on top, and one of my friends' name is Zoe, and she has two dots on the O. So you would say it as like a O, right? Raz- Razcog? Have you ever heard anyone call it a Razcog? No. 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 Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I have all of my planning stuff on that, um, my pens and my markers, and my son tries to get into I was it. Gonna and say, how does that work? It's kind of just chaos. But um, right now, I have it all in just a little fabric, like a pencil carrier thing, and so I just put it up where he can't reach it currently, um, which tends to work. And like I said, my life is just kind of crazy right now. And so I'm not doing much planning. And so a pen and my planner is all that I need. Sure. Uh, When did you like have to sell or anything during all this pandemic business? Yeah, we actually made the decision to sell and then buy because the market is so hot right now and interest rates are really low. So we were able to get into a, a bigger house for not necessarily as much as uh we would technically have to pay we we got a good deal (laughs) we're we're making out okay oh fantastic yeah way to read the read the market 
Yeah, it, it was crazy, though, with all the COVID stuff. I mean, we had to wear masks inside and everywhere had hand sanitizer for you. And um, they weren't doing like overlapping bookings to show houses. So actually seeing houses was nearly impossible. Oh, like the one. We had a great realtor. Yeah. So when you did you mostly make your decision online and then just kind of pop in? Um, no, with the market being as hot as it is, we ha- had like our realtor set up the MLS for us. And so we were getting new houses every day and every hour almost. And we would text him and say, hey, we want to look at this house. And he would try to get us in because all of that is done on like this app called Showtime or whatever. And so um, we actually saw like 30 houses, I feel like. Holy cow. And yeah. Yeah. It, it was it was a process. Let me tell you. We put offers on four different houses before this one got accepted. Oh, that just messes with your heart, too. It's like up, down, mm-hmm. up, down, up, down. Oh, well, congratulations on yeah, thank getting you. where you're going. And you'll make it. You'll get in in a year from now. You say, can you imagine if we got that other house? That would, that would be so <laughs> yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about this house that we're currently in. We were going in between two. And so I have that feeling about that other house, too. All right, well, let's get into some more uh, planner stuff. I want to know what your thought processes are about planning. So, of course, you've you've gone over what you currently have and maybe even started with, but more if you peel back that layer a little bit too, um, what do you want a planner to do for you? Like, what do you need from it to to hold that minimum line together that you feel most comfortable, most creative, or most productive. Um, Stacy, why don't you go ahead? So, I mean, when I first started, the purpose for that planner was to help me keep track of classes. And I was doing online classes. So I had to like post at certain times of the day and the week and um, keep track of assignments and things like that. Um, but after I graduated, it kind of moved into like a work planner. I used to just use like a, like a coiled, pretty covered notepad and just take meeting notes. And I would just print out my Outlook calendar. And that's what I used to use for work. But then when I graduated, I thought, oh, I can use this planner for work. And I, um, I still print out my Outlook calendar, but I like to list out like all my meetings and um, I'll do like a master list and then transfer it over to the planner of the things that um, need to get done. But um, I, I started to become more of a decorative planner as time went on and found that that was, that was like my creative outlet. It was a way for me to spend that alone time and do something that I enjoy. Um, it kind of started to bring me back to my scrapbooking days. And while um, I'm starting to move back into that with like memory planning, um, doing a little bit more scrapbook pages, it was um, it was dual purpose. It, it gave me that creative outlet that I had been missing. Um, it helped me like relax and just have that, you know, alone time that I needed, but has that dual purpose because it still has all of 
the things that I need to do for work. So that's, that's my purpose for the planner. That's what it, it does for me right now. So when you look at your planner, your times really are more on your printouts and then your task list is more in your vertical space. They're both. So I do. There, you put them together. I put them okay. together. Yeah. So I, I print out the Outlook calendar and I have like a, a clear little pocket um, that's on my dashboard. And I just, it, it folds just perfectly that I can, I fold it four ways and I can flip it for each day of the week. So it shows me um, what my meetings are. Of course, this is before COVID when everything was a Zoom meeting, but I needed that calendar so I knew which meeting room to go to. But then on my vertical, um, I put like boxes and I will at least write out the times and the main subject of the meeting. So if I had like a 9 a.m. So maybe like a quarter box, is that? Yes. Or like a half box? Like a half box or a quarter box. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'll I didn't interrupt, out. but like just popped in my head. I'm like, is that what you mean? That's okay. what I mean. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I'll list out the meetings there and then, um, you know, the tasks or items that need to be completed um, for that day kind of go in the rest of the open spaces. And I don't have any like rhyme or reason each week. It doesn't have to be the same. I fit my meetings and tasks into the layout. So whatever I've, you know, created for that week, however many boxes I laid down, I fit my plans into that spread. So there's okay. So you don't need to be like, oh, your checklist is always on the left. Yes. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no. Kind of no. Nope. Yeah. Nope. The, so you observe and adapt. Yeah. Yes. The decorative planning takes priority over <laughs> over the task and meetings. So if there's no room, I can't meet. <laughs> I can't have yeah, a meeting. <laughs> sorry, I can't do the podcast today. This this rose gold foil um heart is too big. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. There's no room for it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brenna, you have had your share of planners. You mentioned that you really do enjoy a coil, uh, no, excuse me, not coil, a ring bound planner and have made great strides to make sure that happens in your life. What else do you need from a planner? What do you need it to do for you? You know, I'm still trying to find that planner piece and, and how a planner is going to work best for me. Um, being a newish mom and um, just <laughs> pre-COVID, I had been battling anxiety and depression. And so um, for me, it's really been just like a brain dump and a way for me to get all of the thoughts that are going on in my brain out. And that's why I switched to the Ivory Paper Co. Because on the dailies, I'm able to, um, I use, there's, so on the dailies, there's a checklist on the left-hand side, and then it's hourly on the right-hand side for each day. And so I can put my to-dos, and then I use the bottom half for like my brain dump of oh, this is what I'm thinking and don't forget to do this. And um, I'm able to go back and process that when I'm able to, being a five, I, I need to be in the right headspace and, and to have enough energy to process through some of the things that I do put in that brain dump. Um, and so that's what's been most important for me, uh, especially lately. 
Okay. So having the space to get those thoughts out, but then have it in a place where you could then look back and yeah, definitely. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. And with the ivory paper co too, I do use the weeklies because it's nice to see everything. I can see my husband's schedule and I can see, oh, my mom is coming over this day and we have plans to have dinner with this person and whatever. Or, oh, I need to do a Zoom meeting for school. Um, I've also been putting my Animal Crossing New Horizons like visitors on my weekly layout. So I remember who came when. Um, Fantastic. Because that's been my newest obsession for the pandemic. I wish I could ask more follow-up questions, but all I know (laughs) is, do you like your landscaping or do you have a rutabaga? I don't know. Uh, Is that a thing? Potato? Do you have a a turnip? (laughs) (laughs) I do not play the stock market currently. I'm I'm just working on... uh, moving around my villagers' houses and trying to figure out the best layout for my island currently. <laughs> okay, that's there's landscaping, right? Is that even, I mean, yeah. even close? It's called terraforming, oh. but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, I need to elevate my language. How's your terraforming going? <laughs> Get it right, Jessica. Okay, fine. We didn't prep this, guys. I'm sorry. I should have investigated more. You are the investigators. You know all about the things. You know all about the things. Yeah, that's cool. Well, let's dig deeper into some of those five core values. And um, as I ask you these questions, I'll say planning actions, which really means more of anything that means to you, like a to-do list, creative layout, a community connection, online contributions or types of purchases, priorities, really kind of anything we've already been talking about, you name it, planner community stuff. Okay, so... uh, Let's see, Stacy. Um, how does the desire to be capable, direct, or independent reveal itself in your planning actions? Okay, so I don't, I'm sure there's no right or wrong answers for these questions, but for me, my interpretation of the being independent in my planning actions is the sheer fact that I have a pretty planner. <laughs> that has stickers in it and sometimes it has rose gold disc or these you know elaborate covers I don't I I use it I take it to meetings I feel like it's it's my um, independency that I choose to use this and it may not look professional (laughs) but I don't care I like it. Um, it makes me happy. It's functional. And um, I don't know. That's how I interpreted like being independent in my uh, in my planning mm-hmm. actions. Not afraid to own what you've dedicated and became an expert in, really. I mean, you've dedicated your space, your time, your money, mm-hmm. you know, transferred your knowledge from scrapbooking here and Yep. Sounds like you're you're happy to show it and, and reveal itself. Yeah, exactly. That's a cool interpretation. How about you, Brenna? <sighs> um, so I think for me, I am I'm not necessarily a list person, but like I said, brain dumps are so important for me in clearing my mind. And so in order to be capable and independent, I do need to have lists or have things written down um 
so I can be outside of those planning actions so I can be capable and independent outside of those planning actions. So the planning actions, in fact, are helping me be capable and independent in what I do. It's more like a a strategy or a coping mechanism in order for me to to survive day to day. So you know what's coming you to the best yeah. of your ability so you're equipped with that knowledge. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. and with my husband it's a great way to communicate and make sure that we're on the same page as well. Okay. Does he come to you more or do you come to him to communicate those things? We have a shared Google Calendar that we use and so that pops up automatically. And to be completely honest, he does not look at it as much as he should. For example, I have a hair appointment that was supposed to be this coming Friday, and he scheduled himself to work that day. So now I have to reschedule my hair appointment for a day when he doesn't work. So um, that was his bad. So yeah, he comes more to me with things. (laughs) He's definitely more the planner, though. He is the one who... um, makes us have plans. Oh, okay. Because wh- what would mm-hmm. you naturally tend to do? Um, stay home. Okay. I'm, same. I'm a strong five. <laughs> okay, Stacy like, said same. same. Does that resonate with you, Stacy? <laughs> yes, yes, same. Okay, so is that the same with your husband? <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> okay. for sure. Yeah, yeah. So and... it's kind of interesting that you both maybe went to the opposites type of thing. Like, they are they both wanting plans all the time? or? Oh, yeah. Chad is definitely more of an extrovert and and he thrives with other people. Whereas me, I need that, that safe space and that safe space is home Yeah, (laughs) where I'm comfortable. And for me, like he's the same. He likes to, he's an extrovert. He likes to be around people. He likes to plan stuff. And for me, I don't mind it. I just need enough notice. Like don't Mm -hmm. come to me an hour before and be like, hey, do you want to go hang out with so-and-so? It's like, I, I have to prep myself and be prepared to be around <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree 1,000%. Yeah. My in-laws are like last-minute people, oh. and it drives me bananas. <laughs> I'm like, no. Yes. Okay, so I've never had that inkling. So will you describe that further? <laughs> like, what what do you process what is that like you were you were both like yes yes but I'm thinking what what so you just how do you process plans coming like what do you need to know or do to feel the most comfortable before a plan pops up so I think being part being a five part of it is like we feel that we only have so much energy to put out into the world and we have to really think about where that energy is going to go and to be thrown something spontaneously like visiting with your in-laws or going out with friends or whatever it that those are things that take a lot of energy for us because we do take time to process even in like everyday conversations with our friends or our family um so we need that time to prepare ourselves and not maybe decide to go for a walk or whatever else might take extra energy. So we have that energy for later. Yeah. And for me, that's exactly the same for me. And in addition, I have to like, depending on 
who it is or what it is, I have to prepare myself mentally. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to get some good sleep. I'm going to rest. I'm going to wake up in a good mood. I'm going to stay positive, you know, just really psych myself up to, um, you know, be engaging, not, especially not to be shy if it's people that I don't know so well, you know, um, thinking about putting my best self forward um, and, and enjoy the moment that, that, you know, we're going to have. And maybe we need a couple cocktails before. Oh, yeah. oh maybe. That always helps, <laughs> some, for sure. Some hype music. Yes. So yes. How does this affect you, too, when it gets canceled then? Like, you've put this time in. You've prepared. You've done all this. What? 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 How? Do, what's the thought process when you get the news that plans are canceled? It's the best thing ever. For me? Yeah. I say for me, it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be in my classroom. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me at all. Okay, because I was thinking with all that preparation, you'd be like, do you know how many naps I took for this? <laughs> <laughs> I sacrificed no. for this. Okay, Naps are always cherished. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> there is some mourning, though. For example, we had a family event that was supposed to be a couple weekends ago, and um, our son got sick, and he had a fever, and so we decided not to go, and it was going to be the one time that we've seen them in forever since Christmas or whatever. And mm -hmm. so there is some sadness to it, but definitely relief that I don't have to expend that energy for the whole weekend. Yes. That's what I've come to find as I've researched more myself of just um, the thing about fives is they have like greed. There's this funny word. Oh, and I forgot what it is. Do you know what the word is? It's like, it starts with an A. It means greed. Here, let me look this up. Cause like for me, I'm a four. Mine's envy. It's like your, it's like your Achilles heel thing. It's like your, oh, not weakness. They yeah, say I have a bunch of things. They say sin, but it's not really sin. It's like, uh, here, just taking notes on it this morning. Let me lean over. Do you have it? Let's see. Um, I'm looking on my Instagram pinned things. To see avarice. A avarice. Avarice. So for fives, avarice is their chief vice, I guess you could say, being avarice, which I have never heard of before. And it translates to greed, but it's not necessarily for money or wealth or prestige. It's like they hoard what they already have. It's like they keep energy to themselves. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um so and that's the way it kind of translates. So I'm tracking with what you guys are saying. That yeah, that definitely is an interesting word that I hadn't heard before, and I'm actually going to write that down. So I have. Are you a good speller? Do you want to spell it out? A um, A V E R I O E R. Yeah. Oh, see, I would have done I R. I O U S. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And also to kind of do with the greed is like a constant hunger for knowledge. Like mm -hmm. it's not like you're greedy when you're hungry, but you know, like you're like there's a striving there for, I don't know, even internet research or rabbit holes. So how does that translate when you guys first found, like Stacey, you were saying that you found the happy planner on YouTube. Are you one that will just dive in and learn all you can about it or yeah. how does that 
play in your life. Yeah, it does. And and so that word or even the word greed, um, I think it is that thirst for knowledge. I even would relate that to maybe like, um, I always say that I have a tendency for like obsession or collecting mm. or things like that. If you, I find that if I find something that interests me, I, I have to dig all in. I, it's either collecting all the things or if there's a show that I'm watching, I have to binge watch all of it. If it ends on a cliffhanger, I'm going to Google trying to find out what's going to happen next. Like I have to, I have to be fully involved and know all about it. So, and, okay. and, and that so could planning be planning is just one of those things for oh, you. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Brenna? How does the rabbit holes kind of thing showed itself in your life? Well, the planner community is very visual. And so with Instagram and, and planner influencers and the planner famous, as you will, whatever, <laughs> um, as a newbie planner, I definitely wanted what they had and I wanted to be like that. And, and so I got an Erin Condren. I recently bought two print pressions uh, PP weeks mm. that I haven't touched because everyone had them. And I was like, Oh, maybe this will work. And it, I, I fell down that rabbit hole and um, same with like sticker companies too. Uh, I definitely found what kind of stickers I like. I mean, like I said, I haven't been using stickers, but I definitely like more matte stickers and um, than the vinyl. But I have a CAD celebrations binder that I haven't really touched from two years ago. Um, so just kind of following those trends and wanting to be wanting to have what other people have is kind of where that greed comes from for me, I guess. Yeah, well, maybe some of it is like having that experience yourself. Uh, as far as like, it's almost like a research base. Like, let me get it and see. Like, you're yeah. you're figuring it out is part yeah, of the process. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And going off of Stacy and what she said about shows and stuff, like, I love documentaries and I love watching. Um, oh, my favorite show is The Crown on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited that they are doing more seasons than this next one because they said that the next one was going to be the last one. But as I'm watching an episode, I'm sitting there on my phone going through Wikipedia, actually figuring out <laughs> what what actually happened here and what's true and what's not true and who is this person and are they still alive and what are they doing? And um, so, yeah, it's definitely needing that information and um finding it and then you see something else and you're like oh let's look at that and it's three o'clock in the morning and why am I still awake (laughs) yeah but you know what Fergie did in the Windsor Castle in 1983 but yeah I need to get to sleep exactly (laughs) yes yes exactly well um what about you Stacey what shows um do you like is there a recent show that you've been through lately that so what's interesting is um, a, a typical, a strong five, yes, like docu-series or documentaries. I enjoy watching them, but I don't get obsessed with them. Um, I'm more into, my daughter likes to call them like 
mom shows. <laughs> um, they're, they're just the good hearted, um, you know, love stories, boy meets girl, the very predictable type, um, originally movies, right? But now that we have like Netflix and Amazon, they're all creating, you know, these series that just go on forever and ever. And that, those shows are my, um, guilty pleasure or the alone time that I like to spend, um, just getting really wrapped up into a show. Like I'm the type of person that when I'm watching a movie or watching one of these shows, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want anybody asking Mm -hmm. me questions about who is who and why are they acting this way or what's going to happen next. I'm just like, just let me get into this show. And I'm like that with a book too. Like I can get so wrapped into a novel or to a show and just like tune everything out around me. So that, that would probably be my obsession when it comes to um, TV. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Thanks for describing that. Um, I recently had a day to myself, which I hadn't really remembered having. Um, And I'm not talking like I've never been without my kids or I've never been without my spouse, but I was without either of them. And that just, just, that sounds fantastic. (laughs) It was like, what? I had ice cream for dinner. It was so fun. I put, (laughs) there was a mattress in the middle of the hallway. I promise this will relate to what you were saying. Um, The girls had had a sleepover and didn't really put it away all the way. I just left it in the middle of the hallway and I bounced down that hallway every time. I was like, it was ridiculous. I felt like I was 12 years old for the first time being home alone. Um, It was very, I'm glad it was not being recorded. But anyways, I totally binged and that's um, not the ice cream, the shows. Um, Well, Okay, maybe a little of the ice cream too, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Nobody was watching container. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to wash dishes. I'll just eat out of the container. Um, but I was watching, and it's probably been around for a while now. But you know how sometimes you just don't get it when it drops or mm-hmm. last to know whatever. But it's um, oh, and I shoot, I forgot the actual name, but it's the one in like India, East India, where they uh do matchmaking. Oh, and oh. it was like Indian matchmaking. I don't know if like I've that. heard of that one. Uh, it was so good. <laughs> so, so good. I watched the entire thing. Like, where I where do you find that? Down. Netflix mm-hmm. or? Yeah, Netflix. Netflix. And it they only were eight episodes. And so it's doable in a night. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> I did ask me if I was still there, and I was like, come on, you know me by now. I'm not a rookie. Stop with this, are you still there? Come on, don't insult me. Um, but so, and it was in, it released in 2020, or at least that's what the year, you know, said on the metadata. And so I'm thinking maybe yeah. they had to stop, like, mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Hollywood and the producers, how are they making stuff anymore if they can't gather with so many people because of COVID-19 like it'd be interesting to, to see what happens in entertainment absolutely um all that to say is I'm hoping that there's more of that show and they're just needing more time <laughs> or something because it was it's like you'll like you both like it because of the 
There's heart for Stacy and there's documentary for Brenna. There you go. I'm telling you, you Perfect. will not be disappointed. It was a really cultural um, look and in, lens into it too without like gamifying it. Like it right. wasn't – like there were some character, well, people that were like obnoxious, but every show has to have one of them, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, there she comes. Ew. Like, yeah. Just – you'll see. You'll see. Because they go on these dates and you're like, come on, be nice. Like what's wrong with you? But some people are very sweet and, oh, it's very good. Anyways, back to the show. Um, I told you it was going to be casual. Like, we were just meeting up in Panera, and this is exactly how I am. I'm just talking about whatever comes to my mind. So This is exactly how you are. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's the best compliment someone could give me because... It totally is. I, yeah. And I, your listeners need to know this is you. Like, I've met you multiple times, and you're always the person in our planner meetups even if it's just hanging out at the library or whatever who is walking around and asking people questions and learning about their style and yeah this is you yeah (laughs) but in today's world that is like that's a very good compliment I think right with the whole influencer or like shiny fakeness or whatever absolutely I mean sometimes yes like I for an Instagram story sometimes I just do smile a little more than maybe I had been smiling a second before I hit record. Do you know what I mean? But just because I would, if I was talking to someone in person too, we all have a little bit of elevation just being connected with a human, you know? And so I try to try to portray that even though I'm talking into my phone, but then sometimes (laughs) I, I hit end and I'm like, it goes away right away. And I was like, was that just really fake? I feel like no. But I feel like maybe. (laughs) I don't know. But I also wanted people to listen to me. And if I was like, hey, guys, (laughs) you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like that, too, though. I show up without makeup on all the time. Okay. Seriously. Seriously now. Moving on. Okay. This is more of like kind of like a positive tale and um, about how you've used like a curiosity or your observation or some of these thoughtful innovations that fives can come up with have you seen those expressed in the planner community um or if not maybe just in your regular life as well um stacy do you have any comments about that or brenna this was one that i sat there and i'm like what (laughs) okay it is a little wordy okay it's a wordy (laughs) okay so here's the thing, you know, sometimes it's hard to give to your own horn. And so I'm push, I'm pushing you into that. Like, how have you used these awesome traits that you have? Yeah, so I guess for like the thoughtful innovation piece, I mean, my whole planner is kind of innovative. I'm, I took something else that was coiled and punched and I went out of my way to find this woman who creates custom binders and kind of meshed them together. And so that's kind of. Yeah, I give you kudos for that. I don't think I would have ever thought to reach out to the person that makes the planner and ask them (laughs) to do something (laughs) special for you. I mean, I'm going to have to make some phone calls after this. (laughs) Excuse me, Stephanie Fleming. I know. I'm like, who's running it now? She's retired. Um, I think it's that other lady. Oh, that's okay. Right. She's Give her retired. Darn. See how it's hard to say. I have thoughtful innovation. 
Yep. Say it. <laughs> um, I have thoughtful innovation. See, good for you. And Stacy, <laughs> I know you have something. I know you do. I do. You I have an do. open curiosity? I, well, I wouldn't, yeah, I mean, I would say I have open curiosity, and that's what leads me down these rabbit holes. Um, you know, all the influencers that we watch and, you know, oh, that's pretty. I, I think I need that in my craft room, too. Mm-hmm. But I also have um, times when I I have this tendency that I don't want to waste anything. Like, I have a lot of supplies, and I want to use them because they're pretty and, mm. you know, they, they can be functional, but sometimes not completely functional. So, like, um, I've posted some IGTV videos, but um, I have some pin pouches that um, I used to subscribe to the Planner Society kits. And um, I had an idea to take the plastic wrapping that's around the Happy Planners um, that you get when they're brand new. And I cut them down to size and I glued it to the back of my pen pouch and they became a, you know, planner hacked, uh, happy planner disc bound pencil pouch. So there's my thoughtful innovation. (laughs) That is thoughtful innovation. Man, that's deep. I'm going to have to go to your IGTV. I'm like... (laughs) The key, because you said you're saying pen, like P E N, pen pouch, right. yeah, a pencil pouch, yeah. Okay, because Brenna and I have this Minnesota accent pen. going around. Where oh. Pen sounds like pen, not pin. Oh, but you're saying you're right. But I'm thinking pins this whole time, like you're put, you know, like the push pin, push like pin. the little no. um, metal backed um, enamel pins that are so popular. And I'm like, how are these pins going disc bound? Like, that, I don't understand. That though is a thought because you could pin those pins to the front of one of those pin pouches. Pin those pins. See, I need a translator. I say a pin or pin. It's a pen bag. A pin, it's a pen bag with pins. Yes. It's a pen bag or pins. Okay. Yes. Okay. Writing yes. utensils. Very... <laughs> there you go. I mean, we can be specific. Is this a mild liner? Is this, what is this pen? Okay. Yeah. What actions do y'all take? I, can I say y'all? Because I said pin. <laughs> sure. Okay. Is it pin? Okay. Y'all, what actions do y'all take when you see the planner world as overwhelming and intrusive? I take a break. I stop scrolling. I stop commenting or interacting. I don't I would I don't know that it, it's ever become overwhelming, but I do get to a point where, like Brenna was saying, you know, it's like two o'clock in the morning and I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. It's like how much more planners, layouts, you know, can I look at? Like, I need to get to sleep. This is just, you know, too much. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wouldn't call it overwhelming. I just think it's it's uh, probably spending too much time. The planner community means a lot to different people, you know. Mm-hmm. Some are just like, I'm a YouTuber. I do consistent content, and that's only where I am. And some people are like, well, I admin this Facebook group of a billion people and deal with all the drama. You know, like it's just there's a whole the whole spectrum, right? So 
there's different aspects that can be overwhelming at times. Like sometimes it's consumerism. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. productivity. Sometimes it's jealousy. Sometimes it's um, creative block. You know, there, there can be so many different avenues to what overwhelming really. Yeah. And the consumerism mean. is probably the overwhelming part that probably more recently that I'm feeling like, you know, Happy Planner has so many things. <laughs> They're releasing stuff all the time. And I, I have had to get to a point where I'm like, okay, this has to stop because you can't possibly use all of this. And um, so I've tried to, I've tried to not feel like I need to have it all, you know, even just because it's there and just because it's pretty, like I have plenty of things that I, I could still use. So I think that's the part that, that probably gets a little overwhelming and the constant marketing of all of it, you know, the influencers, you do feel like you need to have it because it's, it's just there. You're seeing it, you know, every day, all day on your IG feed. In what ways do you, are you able to convince yourself of these things? Is this a prep period too? Like, do you prepare your space mentally before you go to Michael's? Like, okay, I'm going to take a nap. I have to just avoid, I just have to avoid going um, to -hmm. the stores and distract myself with something else. So either like decide that I'm going to jump into memory planning for that day, or I'm going to clean out the refrigerator or organize my pantry just to keep me occupied so that I don't run off to Michael's and buy or search for, you know, the latest release. You're funneling that energy into something productive. Yes, yes. All right. How about you, Brenna? Brenna, please tell me you're the same. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. So I have, I mean, I got into like the planner community on Facebook through Cindy's Llamas Love Lettering. I watched her YouTube and she talked about PGW. And so I, I joined Planners Gone Wild and um, I wasn't really like active in like posting, but I definitely was following people and like, I was, I was the watcher. Like I was taking in all of the information and all of the cool things and all of the drama and whatever. And I eventually got to a point where it was just, just too much. And like, why am I spending my energy and, um, watching other people make beautiful things or watching other people have drama or whatever. And so I just like stopped. I didn't order any stickers from Etsy. I didn't touch my planner, whatever. Um, But like, even if I think about our, our local planner group, um, just taking time and knowing that it's okay to take that time for myself I don't need to be at every every planner meetup. I don't need to talk to everyone who's there. I don't need to know everyone. Um, but then coming back to it and being part of the True North Trio and planning those events, um, it's been really nice because it's me and then uh, Jade and Libby who are the True North Trio and we do these planning events and we work really well together and we communicate well. And they're definitely more of the planner planners because they're both type ones. I'm more of the creative um, computer techie person. How is this different for you now coming from the other end of the now kind of leadership, if you will, or 
Yeah, well, it's fun. It's fun to be able to create something that others enjoy so much. And I mean, we have only had one event as the True North Trio, and that was our 12 Hours of Planner Miss. And um, that was a really good time. It was fun to be able to be a part of the planning and know what was going on and to see that excitement and that joy of the the outcome on all of the attendees' faces and just to hear the feedback and, and say, oh, you created this wonderful thing. Let's let's do it again. Yeah. Well, I hope you get to make more events and um, bring people together. And it was – that's – I don't think that Libby will let that not happen. So there will be more events. Yeah, definitely with it. <laughs> Okay, well, let's finish up with our final thoughts. Uh, there are three things I'm asking every number. I'm pretty much asking every number. As as listeners who have been following along for the last four episodes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're recording in August, okay? <laughs> We're glad you made it this far. Yes, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Hang in there. <laughs> um what do you want people to know about fives that they may not know? As a five, I'm a really good listener and I like to observe things. So oftentimes my quietness can be construed as like maybe not paying attention or ignoring the other person. And that's totally the opposite. I'm listening intently I'm absorb, you know, absorbing everything that you're saying and I'm, you know, crafting what my response is going to be in my head. So you're even crafty in your head. <laughs> That's amazing. You add a underscore crafting in my mind, underscore yes. thinking it through, underscore processing time. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. What about you, Brenna? What would you want people to know that they may not know? Yeah, I think going off of what Stacy said, um, we're not only listening and and trying to process and come up with what we want to say. We're afraid of of sounding incompetent or not <laughs> not knowing what to say, and so that's part of part of our quietness too, and why we're not as engaged vocally or or as present in conversations or at parties or whatever in whatever situation we're in um i know that especially for me in in my work we meet weekly to plan and come up with ideas for students and assessments and whatever and so i just sit back and i process and i listen and when i come in to say something it's because I need to say it. It's, it's important to say it. So what I say has a lot of meaning. So we better so listen. I think is what, as I interrupt you. So we should listen yeah. to you. <laughs> and not talk yeah. over you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, if we're talking, it's because we, we've been thinking about it. Especially in like stressful or stressful situations or big situations. Like work or a podcast. <laughs> Right. You have answers for everything. Oh. So when you all are quiet, is mm-hmm. there something that you want drawn out of you or do you prefer it that way? No. Leave me alone. Okay. Yep. My my quietness and, and 
my my inner head space needs that time to just be quiet and be calm. I mean, it may not be quiet inside, but I, I can't share out. Okay, so... I owe you guys a big thank you, right? Like, <laughs> you're all going to get out of here and be like, what did I just do? I'm drained until December. This is horrible. <laughs> we had the questions beforehand, so it, that helped a little. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Good to know. Well, how <laughs> can others best show love and kindness to a five? For me and <laughs> my husband, Moses, <laughs> gifts. I mean, gifts are my number one um, love language. And um, second to that is quality time, not quantity, but quality time. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, with three kids and, you know, we're both working full time, we don't get a lot of, you know, date nights or alone time. And so when we do um, to do something really special, um, and just really get to like spend time and talk and again, spend that quality time that can last me for months, you know, just to be able to do something really special, really fun or really, um, you know, intimate is enough to last me for a long time. It, I don't need to have a date night like every week. So that's, and that's my love language. Is the anticipation of the date night part of that too? So you can kind of look forward to it and process it as it comes? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. So it's almost a before and after thing. Yeah. Because um, when you said, I just want to sit and talk, I was like, I thought I was finally coming to understand you people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. But you've been prepared for that. You know, you're yes. you're looking forward to that. It's kind of this sweeping motion towards that connection yeah. that, that you know if I put this energy in now from experience with your husband, you know that will fuel you for so much longer. So this is a good return on investment yep. when I do this yep. with him. Now, maybe people you don't know as well, that might be riskier to do. That is. That's riskier. Yeah, for sure. But if it's like my sister, my mother, friends, um, you know, that that's easier. I don't have to process it as much. And again, that quality time means everything. But when it's people not so close to yeah I've got to pump I've got to pump myself up for that I've got to be prepared amazing okay Brenna how can you show how can we show love to you so my husband and I have been in therapy for a while just to kind of keep things going and um it's all been great but we've definitely talked about how we can show love and how we can be the best person for each other. And so this is something we actually just had therapy right before this recording. So um, the way that Chad shows can show love to me is just by listening. I mean, uh, like I said, when we have something to say, it's important and it needs to get out and, to really know that they're listening and taking it in is, is so meaningful. Um, whereas if he like just brushes me off that, that hurts deep and that makes me want to close in and not want to be as open and sharing. So 
listening and understanding are the two biggest things. And if we go back to love languages, like Stacy was saying, um, mine is definitely quality time. And for quality time, for me, it's a little different. I mean, I, I, we don't need to go out on dates. If we're just sitting on the couch next to each other and like our shoulders are touching and we're watching a baseball game or he's playing his PlayStation and I'm playing the Nintendo Switch, like that to me is quality time <laughs> because I don't have to talk and I don't have to share, but I know that we're sharing the same space. That's also a way that um, he shows love and gives me that space to be calm and be me. It's interesting. One thing that you said that stood out is I want him to listen and understand. But really, Mm -hmm. for the last hour, you both have been sharing with me how you, that's how you operate. I listen to understand. And so it's Mm -hmm. interesting how, don't you think as humans, sometimes we we need that reflection? Mm -hmm. And that can be so hard when we don't marry ourselves. I mean, (laughs) yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you know, it's true. It's like, but because you know what that feels like to listen and understand. So clearly they must feel the same, but are choosing not to. And that's what hurts. And to understand that this whole Enneagram thing, is just a tool. It's not some magic eight ball or whatever, but it makes you realize like there's another normal out there. He didn't even think about doing that. That's not even on his radar. So yeah. And the thing with Enneagrams is it's not who you are. It's not like a label or anything. It's, understanding the intentions or or like values that you have and so um I've been when I go on Instagram and I'm scrolling through the Enneagram accounts I read the one and I read the five and um it has really helped me understand kind of where he's coming from in those situations as well oh if we just I don't know Stacy. do you know what your husband is or does he not into it I don't I tried to explain it to him um before this podcast <laughs> he, had, he had no interest so if anyone knows what that enneagram is well, that would be him <laughs> is he a seven is he doing something fun right now what's he doing is he avoiding he, these hard conversations he better be taking care of the kids that's what he should be doing <laughs> is he jumping on a mattress somewhere no oh gosh or he probably would him out of your out of your planner room oh it's locked <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Okay. Well, needless to say, um, Brenna, if you ever want to just DM me about being married to a one, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, you got it. Just kidding. He just walked into the room. Haha, <laughs> love you. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. It's worth it. It's worth it. Okay. So why does the planner community need fives? And this will be our our last contribution. So make it a good one. (laughs) So (laughs) no pressure, no pressure. No pressure. Yeah. So for me, my interpretation of this is that um, they can count on me to collect all the knowledge. I mean, I am there for all the influencers to show me everything you know, how they use their planners, what type of inserts they use, the stickers, the mild liners, how they laminate pages, you know, how they're using them, you know, to manage work, school, family, Bible study, um, anxiety, medical conditions, I mean, astrological signs, Enneagrams. I mean, I 
love to just absorb all of it and take little pieces of all of it and see if it's something that works for me. Um, I just, I just love to see it all. I love to learn, learn all about it. Mm-hmm. That's a lovely, you, you, mic drop. Sorry, Brenna. It's <laughs> a hard act to follow. Wait, I have something to say. Oh, <laughs> listen, guys, listen. Do not make this mistake twice. <laughs> well, they need us because we are learners and we want to know all of the things. And so we're the ones who pay for all the classes oh, yes. to be a better brush, le- brush letterer or whatever. Like, I, I'm the one buying all of those things and then watching them or not watching them. I just pay for them <laughs> thinking that I want to absorb all that knowledge. And that's why the planner community needs us because we fund small businesses. We do. <laughs> that's a mic drop right there for sure. Yeah, for sure. Double mic drop just at the same time. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Peace. Ladies, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for sharing your minds with us. Thanks for sharing your hearts. And um, peace. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks so much. Thank you, Jessica. This was fun. You're welcome. All right. It was fun. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week as we took a look at the lives of Type 5 Enneagram Planner Community members. This is a double niche, so I appreciate you listening along with me as I just explore this concept, not only just to know the Enneagram better, but just as kind of a fun and unique way to get to know the people that I'm interacting with better too. If you are getting to know yourself better or someone around you because of this series, please let me know. I'd love the encouragement and the feedback that this has been helpful for you and share your number with me if you know what it is, as several listeners have done already. So you can reach me on Instagram at Planner Lifestyle Podcast. Come back next week as the series continues with The Sixes. I will be featuring Amanda from My Planned Obsession and Alicia from Alicia Michelle XO. All right, till next time.